been um it's so crazy um yesterday i was i was laying in bed and like i always do and just thinking of of different shit that you have been through in life yeah and a lot of times you forget a lot of the things that you do or what you have been through it then something reminds you um and it was crazy because i thought to uh I started Googling, you know, you get on that Google train like oh, you would man. on on YouTube. Yeah. And I Googled uh, Stanley's Mania Cafe, right? Uh-huh. Um, uh, Chinese restaurant. Um, in Detroit? In Detroit, okay. yeah. Uh, okay. In Detroit. Um, and it was so crazy. Um, basically, it was one, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was... I believe it was is that New the, Year's. Is that the same? Just is that the same uh, Chinese restaurant that was in Eight Mile? Is that the same one? Uh or, nah, no, it's not the same. That one. was, a, same that was one. a hip hop shop. Yeah, that that was based on uh, on basically like the hip hop shop or okay. whatever. But it's like like the hip hop shop had happened when I was I had been to the hip to the hip hop shop, but I had already moved to Atlanta to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, more or less my time of dealing in Detroit hip hop was at the Rhythm Kitchen, which was at Stanley's uh Mania Cafe. Okay. Um and it was crazy because I had yeah, and I believe it was summertime. I believe it was after the fireworks or whatever. Yeah, I think I went there with you. Yeah, yeah. I went to the fire but I, I believe this night, uh it was me, uh brother Kenyatta, uh Sean and uh and I believe his brother Hershey was there also. And we had went with like 10 people. We went, you know, and I had never been. Um, and one of, I think, I believe it was one of Kenyatta's friends. Like, yo, you need to come down here to Stanley's. So it was crazy. Um, it was like, it's the Rhythm Kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Right? <laughs> but when I got there, it was uh, it was amazing to me. And it, it hit. You know how sometimes you go someplace... And and they playing your music uh-huh. and you like oh shit this place is for me right yeah uh, because at that time in Detroit they had like uh, they had like the Dancery uh, Inferno yeah. but all of these places they played they played more techno and like dance music booty music yeah. or whatever and House so music. yeah 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 so it was a lot it was a lot of like techno bass type stuff which was dope uh, uh, because that's part of my Detroit life that's the cornerstone yeah, in Detroit man. yeah you know which was dope but at that time I was so much into hip hop um, and so going here to this to this spot it wasn't it wasn't never like a lot of people it was never packed yeah. but you know it was people there that was just there for the music um, so it was crazy because uh, Maurice Malone who was the designer clothing designer uh, Jane Company uh, he was the DJ and oh. and proof was the MC rest there. Rest in peace, proof. Yeah, rest in peace, proof. And um, it was just I was just like, man, this place is amazing. And so I would go back. I would go back every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you would see so many up and coming people 
in Detroit hip hop. And I wish I could go back and see it with the eyes I have now <laughs> to see who was really there. So you could you have signed I mean? Eminem or something yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. signing you, bro. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if I had, if Eminem was there, I wouldn't have known. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have known because, yeah, you know. Just seeing a little white kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, would, I wouldn't have known. Uh, but, you know, the funny thing of being there all that time, I, I fucking never ate. Chinese food there. You know, I was going to ask. I was like, do they close the kitchen at night? Or, or, I don't know. But they taking I, orders? I remember, I remember they used to steal. The kitchen was open when I was there. But I've never ate there. Nah. All the times that I went there, and I remember I'll tell you, like, hey, hey, you know, I'm like, yo, King, we have to go down. We got to go to uh, Stanley, to the Rhythm Kitchen. Yeah. Because right? um, we used to just I, say Stanley. I do, I do remember going down there one night, yeah. man. It was like a hole in the wall. Yeah. Uh, but it had a bar, and it had an open mic and the mm -hmm. stage, and... I know I got up there and uh, did my thing a couple of times too. Yeah. Uh, in in that, in that spot, man. So. Yeah, I, it's it's so crazy. Um, I've seen a lot there, and I remember I would go. I remember at the time, uh, my girlfriend at the time. I was, I was like, shit. I was like eighteen. You know what I mean? I, I was yeah. like eighteen. I think my uh, at the time my girlfriend was like twenty three. I was oh. like, yo, I'm doing it, yo. Yeah, you was I'm doing big. Yeah, I'm doing big <laughs> things, right? So. We used to go down there all the time. Um, she would buy you drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go down there all the time. She buy me drinks and shit. And uh, this was uh, my parents had uh, my parents had uh, separated then, so it was just me and my dad yeah. at the house. So yeah. you know, um, so my uh, so you know, she my dad used to let her spend the night. So it, you know, I was, it was good life at that time yeah. at eighteen. So this was before I had moved to Atlanta or whatever. Um, so. Going back and forth to the rhythm kitchen. This is, you know, back when you when it was cool to go down to the fireworks and kick it down and the fireworks it was safe. and shit. Yeah, it was safe. You know what I mean? <laughs> hip hip hop was just good. You yeah, know what I mean? Hip hop yeah. was just good. And you know, uh, to you young kids, man, y'all don't know what y'all missed in the, in the beginning of this era. Yeah, this was around the time when you know Maurice Malone used to sell, um, sell the t-shirts and the hats, and, and, the hats and, and then we used to have the hats with the tie on them. You remember the hats <laughs> with the tie and shit on them? And I remember around that time, uh, me and Sean had started making those hats and selling them. We would oh, go to concerts. We, yeah, we go to the concerts in Lansing. We go all over and we would go and sell, and we sold a lot of hats. Oh, wow! Yeah, we would go get the material, yeah. go sell the hats. This was around the time. You know, hip hop was uh, dancing and shit. Then, so it, it was. Hey, those was good times, man. Those was good times, and it's just, it is so wild to see how far it's come. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and to see how far Detroit hip hop has come, and not just Detroit hip hop, just hip hop yeah, just, in general. Yeah, yeah, hip hop in general. But yeah. but me being from Detroit, you know, I look at it like that. It's always been. Um, I feel like Detroit hip hop has been more popular in other places than it was in Detroit. Well, I remember some of the older artists, man. I remember Awesome Dre and uh, Dice. <laughs> Yo, I was looking at um, I was looking at videos yesterday. Uh, Chaos and Maestro, Maestro on the flex. I was looking at uh, Dice, yeah. uh, hold on to my dick. I love uh, Dice. Yo, that album. I yo, love that, Dice. No, that, that was a that, bad album. Yeah, that yo that that first Dice album was dope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that and um and shit. Even well, e even Eshaan, you know. Uh -huh. what I, mean? I mean, hey. Well, these you know these young hip hop man. First of all, we are the first generation of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, no matter what you say, we've grown up with it. It's in my soul. It's embedded. I'm gonna die with it. Um, 
I never, you know, I remember just hearing the first uh, rap songs on the radio, man. And I had my little radio sitting on the porch, man, having a little cassette trying to, to dub them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and at that time, you, we didn't know what, what hip hop was going to do or how long it was going to be around or, mm-hmm. you know, how it was going to get incorporated. And now you look at it, man, it's on TV jingles and things, yeah. you know, and, you know and, and it's just amazing to know that, you know, this culture started around the same time I was born. Yeah. And yeah. still, the first generation of hip-hop artists are still going. LL Cool J is still out there. Ice-T mm-hmm. is still out there. Jada Kiss just dropped a brand new album. Please go listen to that. If you want to hear some real hip-hop, just street level, go ahead and, and get with that new Jada, you, man. It's on fire. You know, um, it's crazy because I, I remember I used to tape a lot of shit off the radio growing up. Um, <laughs> and I used, to, man, I used to listen to that shit over and over again. Uh, and then... It's crazy. Um, once I moved to Atlanta, uh, I used to listen to 88.5 college radio. Uh-huh. Um, and they used to play like all of the new shit, right? Yeah. And I used to tape it all like, oh shit. You know, <laughs> I, I used to stay up till like two o'clock in the morning just taping the shit like, yo, this is the best shit ever. But it, and, and I used to just frequent Tower Records and Buckhead. Um, I even take. I even you took take, me yeah, there one time. I've seen yeah. Andre three thousand in there one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to go to Tower Records and wait for an album to come out on on Monday night at twelve. Man. I used to wait there for it to be twelve to go get the newest album. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, but but this is something I have done my whole life. I have been that person. I used to. <laughs> I used to uh, in high school. When I didn't have money, I would ask everybody around the class, like, yo, you want to donate to my tape fund? And uh, I, and my friend, uh, Kanisha, uh, man, rest in peace, I love you. Uh, she used to always get put money to my tape fund. Uh, I used to be like, yo, Ice Cube is about to come out. I got to go get this tape. And I used to fucking leave school and, oh and go buy the new music because it was like, yo, I got to get this shit, right? I, yeah. It's like... And it's so crazy how <laughs> I, it's so crazy oh. that the same person I am, my father was this Whoa. same person. Yeah, you understand that that put people on to music and and you know like he was telling me like he would go buy uh, twelve tickets to a concert, but you know they was like five dollars. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. And take everybody to go see James Brown or go take them to go see Kiss. Go take them, you know, what I'm yeah. see Jimi Hendrix. Um. And it's so weird. Your dad took me to my first concert. What concert was it? Kiss. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 He took. Me, he took. Me, he not only did he take me to my first concert. It was the best concert I've probably been to since. Um, but he actually had and I, some guy because he he had us at a at a sky booth. Oh, where? Okay. Yeah, you were, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, he had me I, in the sky booth, and he brought a guy. Either he was really Gene Simmons. I was a kid. I didn't know. It was either Gene Simmons yeah. or somebody that looked just like Gene Simmons because he had the boots, the pants, the the makeup, the hair, mm-hmm. stuck his tongue out, and just I'm just like, wow, man, that yeah, that was a heck of an experience to be, you know, to see a concert of that magnitude for my first concert. I mean, the the the, the, the drums went up yeah. in the air, yeah. Everything. I was like, oh my god! But then he also <laughs> took me to see my first uh, apartment in Funkadelic too. So yeah, man, my dad Shout has out taken to your me. Dad. Uh, my dad has taken me to. I remember being a kid and uh, being behind stage uh, for Natalie Cole and Herbie Hancock. Mm. 
And I remember having my suit on as a kid sitting there behind stage. Yeah. Like, oh, this is interesting. But, you know, yeah. I, I, you know. Rest in peace, Natalie Cole. Yeah, rest if y'all didn't know, Cole. that was my very first girlfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? She, she's a little older than me, but, you know. We, yeah, yeah. We dated in my mind strong. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day I got a, uh, we got to get my dad on here. And oh, my tell God. Us, tell us the stories of. Uh, when his dad gets on this podcast get ready for a two-hour episode easy. yeah easy uh, yeah because i'm like man <laughs> just uh, many people that uh have came to my house and uh growing up and and, and that i met and you know uh it's just amazing uh so the stories are will be crazy yeah look look for look that forward to that yeah one. look forward yeah to that. believe me uh, we'll be promoting that one weeks in advance. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, but I, but I mean, man, yeah. So just growing up and going to different concerts, going to Parliament, going, you know, I went to the Fresh Fest. Yeah, and uh, I went, I went to the Fresh Fest with my with my chains and spikes oh, on, and, and my and my band, and you know, and my <laughs> scarf on. You know, yeah. going, I went down there, and, and I was like seven, yo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like seven, but hey, I I went. You know, my dad. He'd take me to go see. I remember going to go see Curtis Blow, Fat Boys, yeah, LL Cool J, Run DMC. I remember me and my first girlfriend. We went to a, the Fresh Fest yeah. in Detroit. Um, thank God, because we were on the first balcony row. Yeah, but it was general population. Yeah, on the floor. Yeah, yeah. No general seats. Admission, yeah, down general admission. Yep. No seats. Oh, I know that shit. Was oh crazy. my God, the fights I saw from that first balcony. I seen people back when they had the big dookie rope chains. Yeah. Man, I seen this dude get punched in the face about seven times, and it was so many people behind him that the guy was hitting him in the face and he couldn't even fall. So he was just taking blows. And then his homeboy came with the big dookie rope and just started hitting my man on the ground with his chain. I was like, oh my God. Do you know, looking back at documentaries and shit, now on YouTube and seeing like YBI and everything that had to be out in that crowd. Yes. You know, you like, yo. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Man. Everybody I was so had to thankful that, that crowd, I had though. a seat and I was on the <laughs> yeah. first row because they were savages down there in that you pit. You would not want to have been down Never. there. Never. Oh my God. You talking about getting your shoes stepped on? But everybody down there was stepping on shoes yeah, and yeah, fighting. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That had <laughs> but, Man. Red MC was there. Yeah. Uh, and it was yeah. a be- but it was a beautiful concert, man. It was, yeah. a, it was a beautiful show. LL. Uh, I, hey, I, my, my old dude even took me to a uh, Purple Rain tour in 1984. Okay. Yeah, or 80, I think it was 85, but yo, I, hey, I'm like, I didn't, hey, you didn't took me to a lot of concerts. I've seen a lot of them shows yeah. in Detroit. But it's still man, just crazy to me, up. man, just that, like I said, we are first generation hip hop. Yup. And I never thought when I sat there and listened to Run DMC on my porch that hip hop would still be not only going but mm. growing yep. growing it's like man and you know these, these we didn't have any blueprints as far as how hip hop would grow or mm. where it was headed nobody knew yep. no, nobody knew at all so you know I look at these younger uh, generation of, of hip hop artists man and you know they they should be happy and, and be blessed to know that at least there's some groundwork laid for them to be able to get endorsements or they mm-hmm. can know what their next step is because 
I assume once, you know, once you get to a certain age in hip hop, maybe the album sales ain't is what they used to be anymore. But yeah, you still can pull an audience. You still can survive, it's, it's, especially nowadays. But, you know, everybody survive on their shows. And right now, yeah. nobody can perform. Nobody can perform. You know right what now. I mean? Yeah. I mean, so everybody lives on being able to go overseas and go to other countries and perform. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just not able to happen right now. Uh, I remember when I was um, when I was living in London, uh, Big Daddy Kane had uh, had came right, yeah. and um, and I was just like, oh shit, I gotta go see him. It, it was like two. He had two nights. Yeah. Sold out. Sold out like that. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. I felt a certain way being I was from America, and I was like, damn, I want to go see Big Daddy Kane. Yeah. Right. And um. It sold out like just like that, and so like I should get a I should get a free pass because yeah. I'm an American. Like yeah. I should get a, as I thought, but no, <coughs> you got to get a ticket too. Yeah, uh, and um, <laughs> you know, I can't just say yo, big daddy. Nah, nah, uh, uh, <laughs> it just it just but every, everybody that I went to go see a lot of the times will sell out like that. You know, and then, and then it makes me wonder because. Um, as like I said, as some of these artists get older, and like you said, they're not able to do shows. But uh, when I look at artists like uh, in other genres, you know, you you'll see a Celine. But, but you, hold on, let me say this real quick. But you know, the thing that was amazing is that it was selling out. The thing in overseas, they have such an appreciation yeah. for hip hop that. that it's just amazing. It don't matter. That it's not a new artist. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They have a love for hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I and I have to say that. So if it's a if it's an older act, they still coming out to support. It's yeah. not like if somebody came over here and they got a group, Big Daddy Kane, Bismarcky, everybody all together and make it a they festival. Try to make a festival. Yeah. Just get draw some tickets. Yeah, 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 draw some tickets. But over there it could just be the one act. It could yeah. be you know what I mean, it could be the one act and it's going to be sold out. And I've heard Chuck D in, in a couple of interviews state that, you know, like, hey, we go overseas. And, yeah, public enemy can go anywhere yeah, in the world. They can, they can go anywhere in the world, but they, yep. they, they said they'll, they'll be overseas touring for years. Yeah. And, you know, and come back here and, 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 you know, they're still not getting the love and the respect. And that's what I was trying to get at uh, was the fact that I look at other genres like rock and roll, yep. you know, Led Zeppelin and, and Kiss and... And you know all their older groups, uh, yeah. they they still support those guys. They still go out and buy those albums, and you'll see their T-shirts in mm -hmm. Target and in other places. You know you'll see the Kiss logo, or you'll see the Rolling Stone lips and stuff like that. And it just makes me wonder: Is there going to be a how is our rap, our generation music? Will it be? I, I believe our shit should be the same way. You should be able to. Uh, get uh basically T-shirts from uh that has Big Daddy Kane album or or whatever artist LL Cool J that we grew up with Salt and Pepper uh Roxanne Shante uh anybody that just have we have to if we do not invest in our history and our musical history how can we expect other people to do it yeah. so we have to do it because yeah. look you see the respect that Aerosmith or Guns and Roses or Rolling Stones get. Yeah. As black people, we have to be able to give our artists respect and mm -hmm. not be like, oh, this, this the fucking old head. They don't know what they're talking yeah, about. All exactly. right. We have to respect the generation that came before us. We have to. 
It's it is very important. Just like we just like we respect uh, James Brown and everybody else that came before us, we have to do the fucking same. Yeah. And I know a lot a lot of hip hop acts back in the day like that. We wasn't uh, they didn't have like logos or had the the business knowledge of merch to uh, you know to put that in as a business plan. But we have to. It's, we still got time. Yeah. And I, I would I would I would like to see that even expanded even, even further uh, with some of the uh, street artists. Yeah, I would like to see more street art uh, being held up as just art, not street art, just yeah. art. There's there a, a mural by uh, you know some of the greatest. Yeah, not just Basquiat. Yeah, yeah but it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, it's, of, a lot yeah, more of them out there that should be framed and sold. And yeah. uh, it should be valued at millions, just like you would value a Picasso or anything else. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's you know something that is uh, that we should try to focus on a little bit more on our older acts is yeah. uh, not only just making sure they have some type of viable income, whether yeah. it's through merch or whether it's through ticket sales or you know whatever business endeavors they are doing, um, because this younger generation need to. I'm not saying that they should pay homage to us. I think more or less what I'm concerned about is I will, like you said, go back and listen to an old James Brown and I won't say, you know, get that old shit out of here. I don't nah. want to hear that old shit. No, you turn it on and be like, yeah, yeah that, that shit. You that can feel that right. shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like to see the shit. same respect for some of the older uh, rap artists yeah. because coming from the very first hip-hop era and we still don't know where this thing is going mm -hmm. uh just to look back and see now there's a second and even a third generation come up you know when you can you know uh, uh, a young female mc can look up now and say oh queen latifah or mc light they got an idea of the road to get to be successful even when they get older when you move on and start doing shows like chicago or and, hosting and, gigs like and mc you, light and you know and that's even more reason why we need to have like old school radio stations that play hip hop mm -hmm. and not just the hits. They need to play all it's, it's we have a catalog. A we have a catalog. Yes. A plethora of a catalog of, of, of hip hop songs that can be played all, all damn day. All day. Um, and it's like that way because look, we grew up with old school and the quiet storm. So we know all R and B. We know, you know, we know jazz. We know all of this different genres of music. Yeah. Uh, it's because they had stations. And so she, we should, you know, because, and you know, I come in to my like, uh, LL Cool J who have rock the bells on uh serious radio. Yeah. Uh, I listen to that more than any of the rest of them because it's just music that I grew up with. Yeah. But I want to hear certain stuff that is, uh, that's just not the. Uh, it's not Will Smith and yeah. De La Soul, and <laughs> I want to hear some. And, and, and I mean, and it's not. It's nothing wrong with. It's nothing wrong with uh, Will Smith because it, he's part of hip hop, also. Definitely. But you know, you want to hear some some of the acts that you didn't that wasn't so popular. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the time. So three times dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know I mean? yeah. where they at? You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. These are artists that still had great material. Funky dividends. Yes, they had great songs, great albums, and they just just disappeared. And, and it doesn't make sense because you will find a, a old Eric Clapton Yo, album I, I, somewhere. Hold or, on. And by the way, you just dropped that three times dope. I wish I can get a remastered version of that album. Um if anybody out there, uh, because I don't think it's remastered. <laughs> you know, when you should, when you get like a download now, it, it sounds it sounds horrible. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I wish they would have like 
a remastered version of a lot of the old hip hop albums that we used to that we grew up with. And it's know? a shame because you know, even though we're first generation hip hop, we one of the things that we did not understand as we're learning, and thank goodness that the younger people are mm-hmm. picking up on it, is to hold your masters and hold the rights to your music. Because like you're saying, remaster something like Three Times Dope, yep. I'm sure they don't have any rights to their music. I, I, I mean, without researching it, I'm just thinking about the era, the contracts, and the way things were written back then. Yeah. You know, you got a car and a check, and you was happy as I don't know what. You know, you ain't even think about that I gave away all the rights to my music. So, yep. you know, my, my merch, my T-shirts, everything. So I, I commend the younger uh, hip-hop artists for being uh, vigilant on holding on to their own yeah. masters and having controls of their career. And, uh, and and with that, I still would like to see a level of respect because that was paved for you. People paid, you know, mm-hmm. as far as MCs, and, and people paid the, the with their blood, sweat, and tears for you to be able to say, hey, I'm going to hold my masters because yeah. so-and-so lost all theirs and they don't have anything. But I'm glad a lot of people are... You know, they are basically opening their eyes to seeing that uh, of wanting to keep your masters. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that is very important. Yeah. That, that is very important. Yeah. Look, I'm sure if it, just that shout out alone, if, if I wish they would hear it three times dope. You know, that yeah. you, you're thought about. You know, you haven't been forgot. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's a lot of albums that I wish that was on uh, streaming services, you yeah. know, that I grew up with. Shit. Yeah. Dice. Dice, uh, uh, you know, Man, a lot, all of, that a lot early of different stuff. Yeah, all lot, that early stuff. A lot of stuff that I grew up with. Um, I would like to be able to play it for my kids. They don't want to hear it, but I would like to be able yeah. to annoy but, the shit know, out of them. Some of these them. things should yeah. be hold, held as collector's items. I mean, honestly, yeah. man, this is art that should be recognized as art. And a lot of times we only give that type of props to a Jay-Z first album or a Tupac first album or a Biggie first album. But, you know, yeah, they did a lot for the culture and a lot for the, 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 the music, but... There was a lot of people underneath them that did a lot of great things too, and they're not getting any shine at all. So yeah. we do need to have some type of avenue that we can, uh, you know, like you said, with the Rock the Bells or something like that. I would love to see a resurgence in radio as a whole. Yeah, I, I think I think it is a lot of money out here uh, dealing with hip hop, and it's not even dealing with the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a culture, and it is a lot. Of stuff that's dealing with the culture that that we can do um, to monetize. It. Yes, um, before so, it gets monetized for us. Yeah, by like someone everything else. else, like yeah. everything else. Yeah, hint, hint. You know what that means. Yep. You know, <laughs> yep. For the commercial yep. uh, industry gets hold to it, but that guy, that goes back to the masters, man. We didn't we didn't gave up a lot of. Them. I don't know how a lot of these artists will ever get them back, and I don't know the people that are in control of it. When I think about uh, De La Soul situation, yeah, yeah you know, with Tommy, Tommy Boy, Boy they yeah. can't even get their music out, and and that's and, and, that's and these same. guys yeah. trying to eat and feed their families, you yeah. know, what I mean? and you know, just a selfish act, selfish act of one man is stopping. Uh, a generation from being exposed to some of the greatest music that was ever made. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. You know, and nothing that we can do to combat it. You know? Yeah, man. And, and it's really messed up. It is. You know, it's crazy. Um, like, I got this one Tribe Called Quest t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and and I buy merch. You know what I mean? I buy merch. You know, yeah. I, I feel like... I've seen your Tribe Called Quest yeah. socks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the socks, too. <laughs> uh, but... It's so crazy when I go out and I wear my Tribe Called Quest shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never had a black person say anything to me like, yo, dope shirt. Yeah. But 
white folks? Yeah. White guys? Yeah. They'd be like, yo, I love Tribe. And I'd be like, yo, that shit is so wild to me. You know, it, it, it often surprises me a lot of times because I'm like, what? Yeah. I, you know, it made me feel good. I'm like, yo, I love Tribe. I love that album. And I'll be like, yo, it's always, it's always white guys that's it. Right. And I'll be like, yo, I appreciate that shit. And Thank you know, they got a, it, it, is, it's, it, it makes me wonder, like, Music appreciation, yep. I guess, is really what I'm trying to get at. Yep. If this younger generation is going to appreciate the music out before them, or maybe we have to wait until they get to their 30s and 40s, yep. and then maybe they'll go back like we did with you know Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple, or you know whatever you want to you know the Beatles. Yeah, you I, know, I mean, I I often I often support black rock groups also mm-hmm. and they merch living color bad brains yeah. uh fishbone you know what i mean a lot of times i will buy merch because i'm like i'm like you know these is groups that i dug also and i'm like they got merch i'm like yeah i'm gonna support that shit so i'm like man we gotta if you like something and you are a fan of it it is not dick riding you are supporting <laughs> the people that, that make, brought you happiness. That brought you happiness. And yeah. what would you, if, without this music, what would you have done? Right. You know what I mean? We need music to get us through everything. Yeah. And and it's a it's a music. It is a song to get you through everything. So I mean, you got to support the people that's out here making it. Yeah. And you know I agree. I, mean? I I try to support too. If I go to a show, yeah. I know I, uh, we I went to a Black Milk show before they shut everything down, and I was looking for T-shirts or hats or something. He didn't have it, so I bought an album. Yeah. And I had him sign it. You yeah. know, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm also a supporter, and I like to buy merch and uh, from from some of my favorite artists as well. And then that's just a small portion of of what we can do to continue our uh, evolution in this game of of hip hop, man. But we're still growing, we're still learning. I'm amazed to see Ice T. I'm amazed to see LL Cool J. I'm a, I'm amazed to see Ice these Cube. brothers, Ice yeah. Cube. I'm just so amazed because I never thought when I heard "Fuck the Police." That one day Ice Cube would have a three-on-three basketball league, you know, <laughs> yeah. with with a deal yeah. with ESPN and all these other major, you know, uh, major companies mm-hmm. uh, supporting him, you know. And it's like, man, yeah. this dude said, "Fuck the police," yep. and, and the country went crazy. And now he's a business owner on Cube Vision, yeah. you know. It's like, man. I never thought hip hop would take it this far. Yeah. Just like Biggie said, you know, yeah. I never yeah. thought that. And we're still going. Jay Z's a billionaire. Yeah. Kanye West is a billionaire. And it's like, man, but there's so many artists that still need that light and that shine that aren't able to get it mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and not being exposed. And I hope that there will come a day where these um, young kids, the young hip hop uh, genre, will say, you know what? I'm tired of listening to the same shit. I'm yeah. about to go and dig in the archives and find me a, 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 a album or two of artists that I can vibe with from an era before me, like we do with the music you yep. know, of the Beatles or mm-hmm. of the Temptations or the OJs. You know what I mean? I could just go on and on. Yeah. An artist that I listen to frequently now that my parents used to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering now, will those kids start listening to the music like your kids, my kids will start listening to the music that we grew up on and appreciate it like we appreciated yeah. the music before us, or is it just going to be a lost generation where they're going to yeah. never appreciate? I mean, it's it's crazy because my kids, uh, they grew up on 
whatever I was listening to, whatever I played in the car. Yeah. And they and they know it. Yeah. They don't like it, but <laughs> they know it. Um uh and so like the shit that they listen to now. But I don't, I don't, like, I don't, the, I don't, I don't like the shit my mama played either when I was yeah, a kid though. Yeah. But as I grew up That's and went right. back you, and revisited it, it. I'm like, this shit yeah. is fire. I, I mean, when my dad used to ride down the street and play Parliament Funkadelic, I was like, oh shit, he's embarrassing me. Right? Because it was so loud and shit. Yeah. But as I got older, I'm like, yo, this is the shit. You know what I mean? As I got older, I'm like, man, you know, I love Parliament Funkadelic. But at the time, I was like, oh God, my friends are outside. He's embarrassing me. And, and, and I think regardless of everything, it, that same shit goes back around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It goes back around. Yeah. And so, um, it's just amazing. Because uh, look, look, yeah, I don't, I don't like a lot of my kids' music, but they come and play. They play stuff on me like that. Let me play this for you. See, I like. They know I am a sucker for samples, and 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 you calling them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that beat is kind of hard. I like, you know, that song is all right. But then I will. I'm quick to say, yo, he ain't talking about shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I'm quick to say like, yeah, he ain't and I'm trying to. I'm trying. Shit. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to get with some of the younger artists. I really am. I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, a lot of it just kind of sounds the same. Uh, a lot of y'all got the same name. When um when we grew up in hip-hop, uh, and you sounded like somebody else, it was going to be a fight. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, yeah. we're not doing no, now we sound alike, yeah. and we're doing a song together. Mm. But believe me, as they used to say back in the day, you sound like me and I see you. I'm mm. going in your pockets. You can't copy right. my style. But right. that's acceptable now. Just like it's acceptable, uh, you know, we rapped in the era we came up when you rapped, you rapped about uh, not doing drugs or selling drugs. Mm. Now, all I hear is everybody taking drugs. And like, yeah. Like, wait a minute. This ain't what hip hop was about. Like, I mean, I know it evolved, but I don't know what it's evolving into right now where everybody's, you know, talking about, you know, drug use and overdosing, and, you know, and um, I want to get the kid name right. He just recently died. I've seen a video of it and it kind of made me sad. Oh, Juice World? Yes. Yeah. And that little, and I, and it, because like I said, I try to listen to this, some of this stuff. And I, it just, just showed a little snippet and he was saying that, you know, I'm taking these pills to be better but if I keep taking these pills they gonna kill me you know shortly after that he passed away and it's just yeah. like my god man y'all y'all listening to this stuff and it's still not making y'all see where we used to rap like you know don't do no drugs don't do no yeah. crack you can sell crack but you can't use crack you know now they just like they give me a crack sandwich and some Percocets <laughs> a bottle of lean please it's like whoa uh, whoa yeah like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm concerned about the uh, the new generation of hip hop uh, and where it's headed in some of their. Uh, I'm not saying all of it is because I know there yeah. are a lot of artists out there that I don't know who are probably talking about some real shit that really need to be heard. And I'm hoping that as I'm skimming through stuff and and cycling through music, I'm going to bump into a few of you. And um, because uh, right now the only thing I'm hearing is getting played is a lot of this saying, you know, take this pill, take this pill. <laughs> Take this pill. Like, no, I don't want to. No, I'll take this pill. <laughs> right, you know? Like, I'll, I'll try to take me a heartburn pill. That's a blood, high blood pressure pill. No, I was going to take this is going to make you die. Yeah. But, you know, you have, to, you have to support the music that you like. If you are into an artist, please support 
that artist. Um, I um, I go to Bandcamp and I look for music. You know what I mean? I look for a lot of music. I don't particularly listen to the radio, but no. Um, but I uh, I follow my path. If I if if I like something. If I like something, I will, you know, I'm that person that looks at the back of albums, oh, see who play on the albums. Don't you I miss that? Yeah, Don't yeah. Don't you miss that? Yeah, yeah. I felt so informed when I bought an album and then it turned it over, even a cassette, and yeah. just pull it out and yeah. pull out the jacket and just read and Looks see like the artwork and stuff. Notes. Yeah, I used That's, to love that. I do uh, miss physical physical music. I yeah. miss physical music, seriously. Yeah. I miss that. Um, it is, you know, but I, I guess we'll never... We'll never get that back. You know what I mean? Yeah, we'll yeah. never get that back. I mean, it's changing. I just I don't know if it's changing for the good or the bad right now, as far as the younger generation. Yeah. But uh, as far as old, grown-up hip-hop, mm -hmm. I love grown-up hip-hop, man. I mean, the, some, the artists that are still out here putting out music, like I said, Jadakiss' new album is fire. I, I heard Lil Wayne's new album. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that as well. Um, so there's a lot of older artists who are still putting out good, good music. Um that if you're in our generation because I think you know it, it comes to a certain point like okay I grew up on hip hop but now yeah. I'm, I'm 40 I don't want to listen to hip hop no more because I don't understand what anybody else is saying yeah. uh, and then we forget that there are artists out there that we used to love who are still making music but we're just not even checking for them but supporting them like we used to you know when we yeah. were younger yeah no doubt yeah and and uh but it's okay, man, because if there's one thing I've learned about hip-hop, man, we, we're going to keep surviving, going to keep evolving, man. So yeah. I love the state that hip-hop is in right now, and I just hope it continues uh, to trickle down to these young kids and they take all these opportunities and no doubt. get as rich as you fucking can. Yeah, no doubt. Get, <laughs> hey, get your money. Get your you money, man, mean? but check your mental health. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get your money. Yo. Yeah. Um, but everybody, please support your local artists in your city and... Uh, a lot of the starving artists around the world. If you like that music, go ahead and buy it. Uh, buy some of their merch. You know what I mean? And and be a fan. There's nothing wrong with being a fan. Yes. You know? Yeah. And Black Lives Matter. Yes. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Mm. Hey, well, look, y'all have a good week. And um, thank you for listening. We to out. The JS and King Podcast. Peace. Peace. Peace.